Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So I have two trick questions. No. <laughs> okay. A wealthy man lived alone in a small cottage. Because he was in a wheelchair, he had everything delivered to his cottage. The mailman was delivering mail one Thursday when he noticed that the front door was ajar. Through the opening, he could see the man, man's body lying in a pool of dry blood. When the police officer arrived, he surveyed the scene. On the porch, there were two bottles of warm milk, Monday's newspaper, a catalog, flyers, and there was unopened mail in the mailbox. The police officer suspects it was foul play. Who does he suspect and why? Do you want me to set the scene again? Yeah. On the porch were two bottles of warm milk, Monday's newspaper, a catalog, flyers, and there was unopened mail in the mailbox. This was on a Thursday. I'm thinking the mailman. Why? Because he didn't say anything about everything being piled up. But, hmm, I don't know. The police officer suspects the newspaper delivery person because the absence of Tuesday's and Wednesday's newspaper indicates that the delivery person knew no one was going to read them. Oh. <laughs> Now, see, I didn't even think about a newspaper person. Okay, the next one—the next one is similar. Mm -hmm. So, just okay. This one's—I think it's kind of easy, but I was reading these all day with the answers in front of me. No, so I was like, (laughs) oh yeah, okay. (laughs) Well, of course that was easy. (laughs) No, no, no. I mean, well, okay. (laughs) A young girl was found murdered on the first day of school. Police suspected four teachers and questioned them. They were all asked what they were doing at 8 a.m. when the girl was killed. Mrs. Winters, I was driving to school and I was late. Mr. Taft, I was checking English exam papers. Mr. Brockner, I was reading the newspaper. Miss Klein, I was with my husband in my office. Who was the killer and how did the police determine who it was? Oh, shit. Wait, say it again. The whole thing? Yeah. A young girl was found murdered on the first day of school. Okay. It's the teacher that was grading papers. Yep. Police arrested Mr. Taft as he would not be checking exam papers on the first day of school. Okay. Now I don't feel so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we are assholes. Oh, we are? Yeah. Why? So I was editing the podcast last week. And we had totally talked about Sharon's uh, pictures and without recording it. What? We didn't record when we were talking about them. We must have talked about them before we started recording. Because when I was reading her story, we were like, okay, she has pictures. Bye. Here's my story. (laughs) We did not talk about them at all, which we did. We totally did for a while. Like, we 
talked about them in depth, but we weren't, we must have done it before we started recording. (laughs) Yeah, we are assholes. So I'm so sorry. I don't even remember what we, I mean, oh, Anna wanted to say um, the first time we saw them, they were on my phone. Yeah. So once I got them on the computer, they were creepy as fuck. Did you see them on Facebook? You saw them on Facebook? Yeah, I saw them on Facebook. I haven't seen them on the computer though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look at them on the computer. Okay. There's so much, it's so much clearer and better. I just have a shitty phone, I think. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so hopefully you guys have seen those. I posted them on Facebook. Um, and sorry we didn't discuss them. Yeah, because we were talking about like the one in the woods or whatever. With the arm the and her arm hair. and her hair, yeah. Yeah, it was, they were really cool pictures. Okay. So yeah, we totally didn't talk about them mm. like at all. That's not good. I know. We <laughs> do not know what we're doing. If you haven't noticed. I know. Um, I also wanted to bring up, I'm not sure if we brought up the drummer you have next door. Oh. There's a little boy. I think he's learning how to play drums. And every now and then, you hear that. He's definitely doing it. He's doing it longer tonight than he usually does. Yeah, he's, he usually doesn't do it very long. He usually does it for like maybe a minute. <laughs> yeah, so if you guys hear that, that's what that is. Um, okay, so I have, I think these are facts. I think they're facts. Uh, if you get a blood transfusion and get the wrong type of blood, one of the symptoms is a sense of impending doom. Ooh. Isn't that creepy? Hmm. It's like your body knows, like, there is a whole lot of shit going on. Like, um, hello, something is wrong. What the fuck? Ew. Oh, that's creepy. I wonder how often that would happen. Oh, I don't know. Do you even know what your blood type is? I have A positive. I have no idea what my blood The only reason, the only reason I know this is because when I had Joel... He was in the hospital for a couple weeks because he was premature. And uh, my friends had come to visit me and we were on our way. We were in the elevator because he was in the NICU and we were on the on the elevator on our way down to go see him. And um, the nurse had like a, you know, a folder, my folder, and it said a plus on it. And one of my friends goes, look, Brandy, you must have. Done really good. <laughs> you know, you got an A plus. And she's like, oh, that's her blood type. And I remember that. That's the only reason I know what my blood type yeah, is. Yeah, I have no clue what mine is. But yeah, that's creepy. It says getting a blood transfusion of a different type of blood than what you have can be potentially life-threatening. Your immune system will attack the donor cells, which can cause kidney failure, circulatory collapse, and death. Oh, that's not good. Not good. Next one, it wasn't until 1987 that the American Academy of Pediatrics declared it was unethical to operate on newborns without anesthesia. What? Until surprisingly recent, recently, the medical community felt it would be dangerous to give infants anesthesia and or believed that they didn't feel pain. What the fuck? What year was that? Uh, well, 1987. Oh my gosh. That was... Yeah, that's horrible. Uh, The bottom of Lake Superior is cold enough that the bodies of dead sailors just remain. They don't really decompose because it's at freezing temperatures, so they instead get a coating of adipose... 
Oakier? <laughs> that does not sound like you're right. Adipocure. I have no idea. Adipocure, <laughs> which is liquid body fat hardened around them. Ooh. That's like, um, what's that mountain that, it, oh, Everest? Oh, yeah. With all the dead bodies just there? Mm-hmm. Ooh, creepy. People are just stupid. They see all these dead bodies. Oh, let's just keep on going. What the (laughs) fuck? People are dumb. (laughs) Not to mention climbing a mountain. Why? I don't understand it. Well, uh, have you been listening to Radio Rental? Yes, I did. The girl that ran the 100 Uh, mile fucking thing. Did you look at that picture? No. I did. Is it creepy? It is so creepy. Oh, I need to look at it. But... I'm wondering, okay, so it's a picture of the lady that's telling the story. Yeah. It's a picture from behind her. Mm-hmm. It looks like she's on this trail in the middle of these woods. Yeah. And so she's kind of in the the right side of the picture. And then towards like the middle, in the in the woods, you see this, it looks like a person covered in mud. Hmm. It's just fucking weird looking. But it almost looks like maybe it was uh, a fake picture. Oh. Because why would whoever took the picture have her on the side? If she if they were taking a picture of her, wouldn't yeah. she be in the middle of the picture? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to have to look at it. You'll have to look at it. But yeah, it was fucking creepy as shit. I need and to if look. it's real, oh my god! Yeah, I need to look at that. But it also it looks like she has no clue that it's there. So she's just like running along. Yeah, it, she's not looking that way or anything. Hmm. So I don't know. You need to look at it. Yeah, I do. Sorry if you guys don't know what we're fucking talking about <laughs> at all. There's a podcast called Radio Rental. <laughs> Just listen to it if you want. Sorry. It's a really good podcast. It really is. Okay, next one. <laughs> There's a spider that gives you an uh, hours-long, very painful boner before you die from its bite. What? What now? There's the a spider sp- gets a boner? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Do you like how could you even feel it if it did? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Maybe the spider is very aggressive with his boner and he makes you feel it. <laughs> so the person gets a boner? Yes. Oh, okay. So there's a spider that gives you hours an hours long, very painful boner before you die from its bite. So it's only for dudes, right? <laughs> I know. I was wondering what <laughs> happens to ladies. We don't get boners. I mean, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Says the spider is called a Brazilian wandering spider and its venom is being researched to help erectile dysfunction. That's fucking weird. Does it kill women? I mean, if you die from its bite, you die from its bite. Yeah. But I guess only... But do we feel good while we're dying? (laughs) (laughs) I don't... Well, this says it's painful. Oh. 
I have no idea. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> Crocodiles can gallop like horses. Fortunately, alligators cannot. Oh, what? Isn't that scary? What? Yeah, it is. What? Your brain can play tricks on you to make you see monsters in the mirror. This is called the Troxler effect. It's an optical illusion that affects how you perceive things, both visually and mentally. Hmm. That is so scary. That is, like, my worst nightmare is having something go wrong with my brain that I just think I'm, like... I don't know. Like things oh, are going. Speaking nuts. of, get this. So this morning, right when I get to work, I'm you know booting up my computer and you yeah. know getting ready to to do whatever. And the guy that sits catty corner to me, from my cubicle into his cubicle, out of the corner of my eye, I see him like standing up, looking around, sitting back down, standing up. He goes and walks around. He's like looking everywhere. And then he goes and sits down. Then he gets up and he does it again. And then he stops in front of my desk. And I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) And he goes, this is the weirdest thing. He said, this morning, well, he goes, last night I was farsighted. This morning I can see far away. But not up close. What? Yeah. I was like, what? He's like, yeah. He goes, I've got glasses. He don't wear them. Except if he's riding his motorcycle or something. But he's like, yeah. He goes, I'm near nearsighted. No. Yeah. He's nearsighted. So he can see close up. But he needs glasses to see far away. Yeah. This morning, he could see far away just fine, but he could not see his computer. What? Yeah. So I looked it up. He's like, you don't believe me, do you? (gasps) I was like, no, I believe you. It's just weird. So I looked it up and there's an actual, it's called, I don't remember what the actual name was. It was some medical thing. Yeah. But it actually does happen. Holy shit. Yeah. So he, like. It's caused by, you know, getting older. Oh, my God. Yeah. That would be so fucking weird. Yeah. And then, like, later on in the day, he said it went back. What? Yeah. Ew, what? Oh, my gosh. He was flipping out. I would be, too. Yeah. Especially, like, because my eyesight is pretty bad. And, you know, I've been nearsighted my entire life. And, you know, that... Just to yeah. switch one He's day? like, he goes, he goes, I was, I couldn't read my computer screen. He's like, he goes, I kept rubbing my eyes and, oh my and like God. blinking. And, and then he noticed when he looked up, he noticed that he could read like our nameplates that are above our cu- cubicles. Like he could read all the way down. He could read it just fine. Holy shit. That's fucking weird. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that is so, like, just be going about your fucking business. Yeah. And then, oh, my God, I can't even. Scary. Okay. The astronauts aboard the space shuttle Challenger 
most likely didn't die until they hit the water miles below the initial explosion. That's like one of my biggest fears. It's like if I, you know, obviously I'm going to die, but I don't want to know about it. I know. I don't want to be ahead of time. No, I don't want to be aware. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to sit there and be able to think, oh, my God, I'm getting ready to die. Yeah. You know, that is like my worst fear. I think that's everyone's. That's horrible. That's horrible. I'm moving on. One reason why crows and ravens are associated with death is because they would often follow armies as they battle or marched into battle. Being both carrion birds and extremely intelligent, they realized that a large group of armed men marching in one direction meant that there would be a tasty meal of corpses to eat soon afterward. They were smart enough to realize that they had guns and stuff? They... Um, I think they were smart enough to realize what was happening. They were, which is scary. I mean, I have heard, I think crows, I've heard crows are really smart. Yeah. They can like talk. Can they? Crows and ravens, I think. Or maybe, I don't know if it's the same thing or not. But one of them, or both, I don't know. Yeah, they can talk. Hmm. Remember I told I showed you that, um clip on youtube of that crow landing next to that dude and it was like fuck you that guy i do not remember holy shit it's hilarious i gotta show you again that's funny anyway next one there's a genetic disease called fop when tissue is damaged it is replaced with bone Growths form underneath their skin and joints uh, lock solid. So over time, those affected slowly become encased in a prison of bone just beneath their own skin. They usually have to choose between sitting or standing up for the rest of their lives. By the end of their lives, they can have or they have to drink every meal through a straw and can barely move. Oh, my gosh. That would be horrible. Yeah. Says removing the excess bone with surgery is no option either because the injuries from the surgery will create even more bone. Oh my gosh. There's a woman named Carol Orzel that suffered from this and died from her FOP. Her skeleton is on display at a museum in Philadelphia. Oh my gosh. That is horrible. Yeah, it's awful. A single Bengal tiger called the... Champawa tiger killed over 436 people in India and Nepal in er- the early 1900s. An Irishman named James Corbett killed the tiger in 1907. The tiger has been described as the deadliest animal in history. Wow. I wonder what would cause a tiger to go after people like that. I don't know. Because they don't usually, I don't think. Uh, I wouldn't think so unless they felt threatened or something yeah i don't know Hmm. maybe it was just a loony tiger Mm, could be i don't know Uh, if you begin to display symptoms of rabies you will go crazy and die there's no cure your brain will slowly melt until you're dead so don't get rabies you guys shit and my last one hearing is the last thing to go after you die you just might hear the paramedics and firefighters call off CPR. Oh, my gosh. 
That's horrible. That is horrible. Oh my gosh. I just want to die in my sleep. I know, like a peaceful old ass lady. Is that too much to ask? Just like I've said before, as long as my death doesn't cause people to say, oh my God, that poor woman. Yeah, oh my I'm God. good, I think. <sighs> anyway, okay. <laughs> I did. People share their creepiest personal unsolved mysteries. Ooh. Okay. Okay. My family moved to a new town when I was eight or nine. Our first Halloween there, two people showed up at our door in dark hooded cloaks, hiding their faces. They handed my mom a card saying, guess who we are? You get three guesses. And they barged past my mom, walked across the living room, and sat down on the couch. Uh, what? Mom was a little freaked that two grown adults would walk into our home uninvited, but she played along. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. My mom guessed her co-worker and his wife. The figures shook their heads. I guessed one of my dad's fellow teachers, who was always doing odd things, and his wife. They shook their heads again. I forgot who the third guest was, but as soon as we said it, they stood up from the couch and drifted across the living room again and out the door. Freaked my mom so much, she called my dad at work. No one ever admitted to being those two mysterious figures. It's been 30 plus years. My mom's gone now, and I still bring it up with people from that town, but no one stepped forward still to this day. <gasps> what? Ew! That is weird! Someone is just fibbing. Someone. Someone. They're just not telling them, but that is fucking creepy as fuck. Whoever did that is brilliant. I love it. I hope well, it's that's real a good people. way. That's a good way to get your ass shot. Yeah, I mean, like especially now. Who knows when that was? Yeah, that's people true. weren't weren't as crazy as they are now. Yeah. Well, at least we didn't know about the crazy yeah. stuff. Uh, but but yeah, like now you totally would get shot. <laughs> but it's still that is that's like really creepy. That's very that's, creepy. That's that. I I hope it was like. I hope it was someone close to him that was just fucking with him. Yeah, but at some point, you'd have to be like, ah, it was me. Just, you know. Yeah. You so they know think, they got him. Oh, my gosh. That is crazy. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> In college, I woke up at 3 a.m. with the feeling I was being watched. A man with a backpack was standing next to my bed, just standing there looking at me. I thought it could have been my friend, so I said his name. He didn't answer, grabbed the $10 bill on my nightstand, and ran out the door. I had just put the $10 bill there before bed, and whoever this person was walked by three other bedrooms and a kitchen full of my and my roommate's laptops and purses. This was over seven years ago, but it still haunts me not knowing who it was and wondering if they knew who I was and what they were really doing at my house. Oh my God, that's scary. It's weird. Is weird. Well, that kind of makes me think that they were thinking about doing something else. And then when she woke up, mm, they kind of just freaked out and took <clears throat> the 10 bucks and left. I don't know. One of my childhood best friends and his entire family just up and vanished when I was in my early 20s. What? He had fallen into a weird culty sales group that would travel the country selling knockoff perfumes to people on the street. Just before he vanished for good, he showed up at my house needing a place to stay, ordered a pizza, paid for by a hot check, 
and spent the evening rambling about how his organization was after him. He then proceeded to get into a fight with my roommate before taking off a few days later. Fast forward several years and he's vanished. No Google results, no social media, just gone. Dude was around for Facebook and MySpace, so it's not like he was some tech ludite. The really, the really weird thing is that it's not just him, though, but his parents and sister as well. No trace of any of them anywhere. It's like the whole family went underground. Oh, weird. Maybe they did. Maybe they, they had to. Maybe they did. Creepy. Maybe they're in, uh, what's that called? Uh, witness protection? Oh, yeah, maybe. Five years ago, I called my ex-girlfriend, but instead of her answering, a male recorded voice answered the line. I still remember the words clearly. Mark the words guilt, murder, and violence. Then it buzzed out. What? I called my ex again, and she said she never got my call, but I checked the number, and it was definitely her. I even looked it up online, and I wasn't alone, but I never found out what it was. Thought I was going to drop dead like a horror movie, but nothing happened. It gives me the chills every time I think about it. Ew. That's weird. That is so weird. What? There. I don't know. I hate telephone calls, man. It freaks me <laughs> out. Well, here's another one. <laughs> My friend's father received a blocked call about 4.45 a.m. when he picked up. The person on the other end kept repeating, car won't start, car won't start. Oh, my God. His alarm typically went off at 5.30 a.m., so he just stayed up, shrugged off the bizarre call, and got ready for his day. When he got into his truck to leave for work, well, I'm sure you guessed it, his car wouldn't start. The battery was dead. Hell, maybe he left his lights on. Somebody noticed and decided to call to mess with him. Either way, this happened about five years ago, and we still don't know who made the call. That is weird. Oh, my gosh. What? That is very weird. That's kind of funny, though, if it was someone that noticed his lights was on. <laughs> Carl Star. Carl Star. Carl 4.45 in the fucking morning. Weird. <laughs> I'm from an area in southern eastern Ontario, Canada, and at the time, it was very popular for younger kids to have paper routes. The point was to learn about the responsibilities of having a job, and you would make a little money as well. I was 12 years old at the time. I had finished school and was starting my route. It was a fall day, cool but clear and sunny, around 4 p.m. I had delivered to a few houses and had noticed a brown car parked on the street and could see a guy in the driver's seat. It was a little odd as he was parked on the wrong side of the street for the area, which was right beside a high school, but I just brushed it off. As I was walking down the street towards the vehicle with my paper cart and a few papers that were left, this man that was in the car got out and started to walk towards me. I would say this guy was 30 to 35 years old, Caucasian, not threatening looking. As he walked up, I noticed that he was holding a video camera. Now, this was quite a while ago, as I'm almost 40 years old now, so it was a big video camera. (laughs) Back then, you didn't just cruise around with that kind of camera, as it was real big, but also quite heavy. 
Anyway, this guy walks up to me and asks if I can hold a paper up while he records me and asks me to say what the date is on the paper. So I figure what the heck and I do as instructed. I can't remember if he said anything while recording, but it was only a few seconds long and then says thank you, walks away, hops in his car and drives off. I have no idea what the point of all that was, and I still think about that to this day. Was he planning on kidnapping me and just doing research on his target? Was he a time traveler proving he traveled forward or backward in time? Ooh, I like the second option better. Yeah. That's weird. What the fuck? I don't know. If he was a time traveler, he wouldn't have that big old clunky camera. That's true. Now, that would be really cool if, it was if he a, was recording and it was on, like, a, a smartphone. Small, or, well, yeah. <laughs> it would be a smartphone, probably. Or at least something similar. Yeah. That would be crazy. You know, I was just thinking, we can totally hear. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> we can totally hear those people next door. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, like, I wonder if that guy's ever been sitting out. Like, just smoking a cigarette. And hear us. And hear us. And he thinks we're just reading stories to each other. <laughs> I I didn't quite go that far, but I've, I've thought before. I was like, I wonder if he can hear us talking, too. <laughs> we're just in here reading stuff and just laughing. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope that's it. <laughs> okay homecoming dance night my brother and i were at the dance and my dad was home some guy in a full tuxedo came up to our door and asked is and this is their brother's best friend wait is brother's best friend here okay did that make sense yeah okay my dad was just like, no, sorry. The guy then walks away, and as soon as he gets off the porch, he books it and runs off into the night. What? My dad sent the recording, we have a ring doorbell, to my brother and I, and we showed it to the friend. We had never seen that guy in our life, and the friend had no idea who it was. We have never figured it out. What? What? That's weird. That is fucking weird. Why did he run? <laughs> It would have been so much better if he didn't run. <laughs> Not just ran, but booked it. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, my God. I don't know. People are weird. <laughs> All right. This is serious. But I think I suffered a time warp of some kind. Ooh. My brother entered a shop to buy my mom a thimble. And I waited for And I waited for him directly outside the shop, facing it and everything. I wait five minutes, more than enough time for him to buy it, but he's not there. I asked the shopkeeper. He didn't see him, nor did the cameras. I go back home. There he is. He told me he went out and didn't see me, which was impossible, so he went home. What? We've had stories like that before. Yeah. Ugh, what? Who the fuck is buying a thimble? (laughs) Yeah, that's weird. Maybe she's. So is for a living. That's weird. It is kind of weird. (laughs) Back two years ago, I was 16 and living at my grandmother's house. My grandma's house was always a fissure for the most unusual 
paranormal entities to slip through and visit. When I woke up that morning, I did as I usually did, checked the time to see whether or not I wanted to get up and deal with the misery that was living there. And it read 8.59 a.m. Luckily, my grandmother was at work, so I had the house to myself, so I decided to try to sleep in. At the time, upon closing my eyes, a sensation of peace and calm washed over my body and I sunk into my mattress a little. At this point, I thought I fell asleep because my muscles relaxed completely and I was getting the nodding off feeling. But when I thought I finally was losing my senses for the last time, my body felt lighter than air and I think I passed out. When I woke up next, I rubbed my eyes thinking it would be nearer the afternoon. However, something felt different. What I was now resting on had segments, and I couldn't figure out what was wrong with my bed until I saw red once my eyes adjusted to being awake. Thing is, my bed isn't red. Getting up quickly, I still had my blanket on, so it fell off of me. At this point, I was dumbfounded because I grew out of sleepwalking at 7, and I wouldn't would have remembered walking down the steep wooden stairs I needed to descend getting to my living room where the couch was. So I decided to check the time, thinking that maybe within a certain period of time, because I was sleepy, that I moved downstairs and fell asleep on the couch. But when I looked into my kitchen to look at the microwave, it read 8.59 a.m. For the rest of the day, it wigged me out, and I have never felt those odd sensations before resting again. I honestly believe that on that morning, I somehow teleported in an instant within my grandmother's haunted house. Ew, that's scary. That's weird. I don't like that. <laughs> Who's the old man who told me not to get on the next bus? What's wrong with the bus, and how did he know my full name? Ew, what? I gave me chills. I know. About 10.30 at night, driving to a friend's lake cabin that I had driven to multiple times before, which was no more than 10 minutes away from my own, two of my friends were in the car with me. We weren't sure how close we were, so we began looking for familiar landmarks. We passed a residential road that we recognized because of a sign with all the last names of the people who lived on that street. We were close. It was about three minutes later, and we thought for sure we missed the turn. Just then, we passed the same sign with the same last names. I saw it. My friends saw it. There is no explanation for it to this day. Hmm. When I was a child, local supermarkets would sometimes sell comic book versions of the latest Disney and Pixar movies. My grandma would sometimes buy me those, so I had the comic adaptations of Hercules, Mulan, A Bug's Life, and Tarzan. One day, the comic book version of Toy Story 2 came out. I remember Grandma took me to the supermarket with her and then gave it to me as a gift. The first thing I did once we got home was to run upstairs and sit down to read it. Halfway through, I decided to take a bathroom break, so I set the comic book aside next to the TV. When I returned from the bathroom, I went to take the comic book back to finish it, but it was gone. The weirdest part is that my Grandma was downstairs and there was no one else home. It was just the two of us. I looked for it everywhere that day. I kept on searching searching for the comic book around the house for months after, but it vanished. Up to this day, I have no idea what happened to it, and that's my personal unsolved mystery. Crazy. I think the house ate it. I don't know. When I was around five, my sister, around ten, our neighbor, same age as her, and I were playing in an empty lot in our neighborhood, 
which at the time was slowly growing as more families moved to the area to build their own houses. The lot we were in had some stacks of pallets on, in one area, and the three of us were going around all of them. I was circling one of them when I looked down and saw a Superman figurine, maybe about 12 to 14 inches tall. I remember it so vividly, it was laying in the ankle-length grass on its back and facing me. I turned my head to get the attention of my sister and neighbor, and when I looked back, it was gone, even though I only looked away for maybe three seconds at most. It's been almost 15 years, and I still don't understand how that happened. I replayed it countless times in my head and remember it so, so vividly, but don't have a single explanation for where the action figure went. Hmm. Dimension. Yep. One morning, I woke up in my college apartment and walked down the hallway toward the living room kitchen area. All of a sudden, there's a dog poking its head around the corner of the living room. We didn't have a dog. It was a well-groomed, friendly dog without tags. It looked like an Akita, I think. It probably weighed around 30 to 35 pounds. I looked around, baffled. I was also a bit hungover. The deadbolt was locked. We lived on the third floor with no fire escape or any way to access the apartment other than the front door. I called one roommate who didn't believe me at first, but then agreed to come home, and the other roommate didn't answer his phone. We ran to the grocery store to get a small bag of food and let the sweet dog hang out all day. There was a strict no-pet policy at our apartment complex, but it was a Sunday and the management office was closed, so we weren't worried about getting caught. Our other roommate finally made it home, and it took a lot of work to convince him we weren't pranking him. <laughs> he was also very allergic to dogs, so we couldn't keep the dog. So we couldn't keep him, the dog, not the roommate. <laughs> and none of us could find anyone to adopt this poor dog. We took him to the pound the next day, and I never saw him again. None of us ever found out where that dog came from or how it got into our apartment. What the fuck? Oh. <laughs> this was a corporate complex in a college town, and the lease terms included changing the, lo the locks upon every move out. So I really don't think a previous tenant could have let themselves in and then locked the deadbolt from the outside. Also, this was in the late 90s, and I don't remember microchipping being a thing at the time. Is that it? Yep. Okay, what the fuck? <laughs> Could you imagine, like, all of a sudden there's no. this weird animal in your house? And you're Especially like, if you're in an apartment on the third floor. Yeah. I mean, nobody else has a key. None of the people that live there know about it. What the fuck? It's weird. Oh, poor dog. What? <laughs> I was so confused. That is so weird. My girlfriend and I had this weird thing happen. I would have a dream that seemed unfinished, and the same night, she would have one that completed it or continued it. This was during a time when she was quarantined, so I hadn't even been around her. We tell each other our dreams over text every morning. My dreams would always be hor horrible or traumatic, with something bad happening to me. Hers would always be about her helping or saving me from whatever happened in, t in mine. Huh. This happened four times and hasn't since. It was about two months ago. Weird. It's weird. You think you can share like brainwaves with someone or something? I don't know. You both have to be a certain amount of open or weird. But they weren't even like in the same weird house. Weird. That is very weird. And oh, this is not the last one. Okay. Uh, when I was about eight years old, I woke up on Easter morning and could not stop sneezing. 
There was a white hair on the couch, and the only animal we had at the time was a black cat. For years after that, I was convinced the hair was from the Easter Bunny, and <laughs> I was allergic to rabbits. To this day, I can't figure out where the white hair came from. <laughs> oh, it's cute. <laughs> and this is my last one. I have a mark on my body that my family tells me is a birthmark, yet it doesn't appear on any of the photos photos of me as a baby. I still don't know what this mark what this mark is and when or how I got it. Weird. That's very weird. And it obviously has to be in a visible place if you yeah. know. Weird. I wonder if Birthmarks don't just show up later. I don't think so. They're called birthmarks. <laughs> they're, right? They're yeah. there when you are born. Well, remember that one story we had where the girl was eating ice cream? Yeah. And it dropped on her leg. And then. But her mom was like, oh, yeah, you've always you've had always that. You've always had that. But yeah. there was no photo evidence of her no. not having it. That's true. That's crazy. Holy shit. I love those. Okay. I have just some freaky shit. I stayed in a hotel with my girlfriend. We went down to the pool for an hour, and when we came back to the room, there were about a dozen small handprints on the window. Now, I was freaked out because we we wouldn't or we would have noticed them when we first went up to put our stuff in the room. Later talking to a guy at the front desk, he said that the hotel is haunted and the lady threw herself and her children from the balcony on the floor we were on. Oh no. Holy shit. Next one, two friends and I got bored one summer night and decided to drive up into the mountain to a spot that overlooks the town. It's a rough dirt road, and we were in a VW Rabbit. We finally make it to the clearing on the side of the road and pull over. There are no houses on this road for miles, and we didn't see any other vehicles the rest of the night. So we get out of the car. It's pitch black except the lights of the little town at the bottom of the clearing miles away. We're all kind of bullshitting and just getting out and something gets our attention. We all turn and look at the same time to see this thing running through the woods about 30 feet from us. This thing looked like a person, except it was glowing. Oh. Remember those uh, glow-in-the-dark stars that you would stick on your ceiling? It glowed at about that intensity. So we watch this thing run, pushing branches out of its way and whatnot. We all get back to the car without saying a word and start driving off in total silence. About 30 seconds later, someone finally says, what the fuck did we just see? <laughs> the best answer we could come up with, as crazy as it sounds, was that we saw a ghost. All three of us agreed that we saw the exact same thing. So a couple years go by and I'm with the older brother of one of my best friends and we're just shooting the shit. I bring up this story, expecting him to laugh at me, and he gets a shocked look on his face and asks if I'm serious. Apparently, his teacher in high school had told him he saw the exact same thing running across the road in front of him one night. Made me feel a little less crazy. Ooh, that's weird. Yeah. A glow-in-the-dark fucking ghost? I've heard of glowing. Yeah. Like, like a white glow or a blue like a blue yeah but i've never heard of like the green glow in the dark like running that's yeah. so weird oh my god next one my son is about 10 months old and absolutely hates sleep he will sleep in his crib until about 3 or 4 a.m then wake up screaming for a bottle and then spend the rest of the night in our bed friday night he woke up 
woke up screaming, and I got up and went to the kitchen to make him a bottle. I turned towards the, the nightlight in the kitchen so I could pour the water to the right level when I heard a woman humming a soothing, in a soothing way behind me. It wasn't a quick thing. It was a full 10 seconds of humming. My son started screaming even harder as soon as the humming stopped. I dropped the bottle and booked it to our baby's room to check him in our room, in our room to make sure it wasn't my wife. He was fine, and she was dead-ass asleep with the door still closed like I left it. I had to wake her up. He has no toys with, that make that humming sound I heard. I still have no idea what the fuck it was. The freakiest part was how hard he screamed when it stopped. Ooh. Ooh. I got chills on that one. When I was 14, I had just moved to another state. My bedroom was sparse. I didn't even have a bed frame, just a mattress on the floor. Next to my bed was an alarm clock that had, a, had big, large red numbers on it. I laid down on my bed, put my head on my pillow, and looked towards the clock. The time was 10.24. I blinked, literally blinked. The clock said 10.24, but it was the morning. Light was coming through the window. I swear I didn't sleep. I literally blinked, and it was 12 hours later at the exact same time. I spent the rest of the day in a tired haze uh, like I had stayed up all night. All I know is that I had just gone to bed and blinked, and now it was morning. Every time I hear those conspiracy theory shows on the radio about time skips and wormholes and things, I always wonder if that's what ha if that's what happened to me. It is by far the freakiest thing that's ever happened. We've had stories similar to that before. Yeah, like that's they literally weird. blink. Yeah, Ugh. and it's the next day. Yeah, it's so scary. Next one, I don't believe in ghosts. However, I have a hard time explaining how a fucking metal folding chair that was set up folded itself up in the basement behind me while I was watching TV as a child. I fucking flew up the stairs. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> Next one, around a decade ago, I experienced what can only be called an inner body hallucination. It started with a numb feeling in my ankle that slowly spread up my leg over time. But when the feeling got to my knee, things got very weird. It felt like there was a direct link between my ankle and my neck to the point where if one moved, the other moved automatically at the exact same time, the exact same amount. It was not possible me to stop one of them from moving when one moved the other. What? It was not possible me. To stop. It was not possible for me to stop one from moving when I moved the other. And they would move at a precision that would take someone a very long time to be able to fake properly. I'm going to have to edit the shit out of that. <laughs> Obviously, this started freaking me out hardcore. And luckily, I have already been taken to the hospital and was waiting in the waiting room while this was happening. But the feeling kept crawling up my body, now affecting both of my legs. Eventually, it re reached my rib cage, and that's when things truly started to get freaky. It felt like the bones in my rib cage were slowly starting to come loose and float around in my stomach in a clockwise manner that exactly matched the rhythm of my breathing. By this time, I was completely hysterical as it truly felt like my bones were coming loose and I was convinced I was dying. It was 30 minutes after that when I they took an x-ray of my chest and showed it to me that I began to understand that nothing was happening to me and that it was all in my head. 
The doctors at the hospital obviously assumed that I was I was on some kind of hallucinogen, and so I was treated with every for every drug they could think of, but I came back completely clean. They were completely mystified as to what could have caused it, as I had never had anything remotely similar happen in the past. The scariest part was that it felt so real. It felt no different than any other physical sensation in my body, and it dawned on, dawned on me that I would not be able to trust my physical senses. There was no difference between the hallucinated physical senses and any other sensations I had or have felt since. Over 10 years later now, and I still do not know what causes it, from time to time, if I think about it too much, I will still have ripples of the effect occur. Specifically, it will feel as if a bone near my kidney or some other organ in that area is coming loose and revolving in a circle around that organ with each breath I take. I haven't really ever told this story to many people, as I know most would assume I'm fucking crazy. That is weird. That is weird. That is scary. Like, when you can't trust what's happening to your own body, mm -hmm. oh my God. That's fucking nuts. Next one, in 1991, went to a 7-Eleven by myself when we were at my grandmother's house. There was another kid there about my age. We looked similar, etc. I bought a Slurpee and walked back to my grandma's house, and that was that. The other kid was kidnapped and murdered pretty much right after leaving that 7-Eleven. The only thing I can think of that kept me from being, oh, that kept it from being me, was maybe I won some sort of cosmic coin toss. Police were pretty sure that they did know who did it, but couldn't prove it. And to this day, it still weirds me out. I'm 41 now and live in that neighborhood. That is weird. That is scary. Yeah, like what was stopping it from being him? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I was home alone, laying down on my living room floor and hardcore spacing out at the ceiling. I heard my mother scream on my front porch. I rushed out, but she wasn't there. I ran around outside of my house. Not a single person in sight. It was 10,000% my mom, and it curdled my blood because it was so raw and animalistic in its sound. I called her right away. She picks up the phone, and I ask her if she's all right. She responds that she, uh, that she is and tells me to hold on for a minute while she pulls over into a parking lot of a business. She was driving and didn't want to talk on the phone at the same time. Seconds later, I hear a lot of noise, and my mom screamed. An eternity stretches on before my mom's calm enough to say anything coherent. She goes on to tell me that the car in front of her and the one behind her, before she pulled over, the ones that continued on the same path of travel she had been on, had been struck by a speeding semi that ran a red light at the next intersection. It was a terrible accident with extensive injuries. The semi clipped the rear of the front vehicle and the front of the rear vehicle. My mom's car would have been hit dead center. We always joke that we're psychic, but this is not the first instance like like it that we have had, but it was definitely the most freaky of the bunch. Oh my gosh, I got major chills on yeah. that one. Holy shit, she would have fucking at least been hurt. Oh yeah. If not killed. Holy shit, her kid saved her life. That's crazy. Oh my gosh, I love it. Okay, I have a very vivid memory of waking up terrified in the middle of the night and running to my parents' room because I saw a ghost when I was a kid. He followed me and stared at me from the doorway as I crawled into their bed and hid under the covers. We looked at each other for a few minutes and then he left. I was so shaken that I stayed awake the rest of the night until my parents woke up in the morning. 
I was an adult when I realized that it was not a ghost and actually someone scoping out our house in the middle of the night. <laughs> uh, What's creepier? God. Next an one. An actual person oh. is creepy. <laughs> yeah, totally. That is totally fucking creepy. Uh, next one. I used to live in one a one-bedroom apartment with a den. In the den, we had a spare bed for visitors or whatnot. My One night, my boyfriend was super sick, so I went and slept in the spare bed. In the middle of the night, I had what seemed to be sleep paralysis, where I couldn't move but was seemingly awake. In that state, I saw a dark figure walk into the room and just stand over me for a while. Like the dark figure was right over my face. The next day, I was very freaked out. I told my boyfriend, and he asked if I was joking. The same night, he saw a dark, shadowy figure in our bedroom pacing in front of the bed. He said he slept with the light on all night, which had explained why it was on the next morning when I went into the room. This happened about a year ago, and we haven't talked about it since. We'd rather forget that entire night happened. (laughs) (laughs) That's freaky. Yeah. I lived in a haunted house for eight months. Let me preface this with saying I really don't believe in ghosts. Whatever. I know. Everyone says that. Yeah. There's always. I don't believe in ghosts, but this is what happened. I I only saw one with my own face. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Okay. There's always some more rational explanation to these kinds of phenomena, but sometimes that explanation can't be be easily found. Whatever. Uh, As with this house, me and five guys rented it together. I woke up many times from hearing people rummaging around in different parts of the house, especially when I was home alone. Light switches switching on and off, toilets flushing, doors banging, shit like that. Lots of sleep paralysis, too, and and I wasn't the only one noticing this shit. Worse, though, was the eerie sensation of waking up and sensing a child is creeping into your bed behind your back and tucking itself in, but there are no children living with us. These days, I'm thinking it must have been some sort of carbon monoxide poisoning or something like that going on. (laughs) I'm at a total loss for rational explanations. (laughs) Oh, people... Next one, I had a friend stay the night. We were the only ones upstairs in my bedroom getting ready to go to sleep. We were probably around 12 years old. I don't remember what we were talking about before, but she asked me, do you know that you will make the, oh, do you know what will make the devil mad? I said, no. She said, tell him God loves him. So we both said out loud, hey, devil, God loves you. It was not 10 seconds later that there was a deep, loud, rumbling laughter coming from under my bed. (laughs) We were so scared we did not move until the sun came up. Oh, my god! I would have been out of there. Yeah. Holy shit, that's creepy. I was heading out to school back in eighth grade. I was walking toward the door to exit the house. I see the glass door in front of the main door open. I'm about two feet, so the screen door. I'm about two feet away from the door and I see the lock flick itself open. I immediately open the door and there's nobody there. Nobody on the sidewalk in front of the house. Nothing. That's my only paranormal experience. And I got to say, thanks, ghost, for unlocking the door for me. (laughs) (laughs) Next one, I worked at a subway during a period of time where there was a serial robber and was hitting multiple subways each day and becoming violent. 
or worked at a particular subway that was the easiest target of all of them. One employee at night, not in a shopping center, off the main road, small parking lot covered with trees. The cops would actually come check on me at, at night due to how sure they were this dude was going to rob, rob us. One night, a guy came in and started fidgeting with the front door. He said he thought something was wrong with it, but then said it was fine. The guy was really nice the whole time, but he started asking odd questions about what time did I get out uh, with all the robber robberies happening. It felt like an odd question, and I lied, saying, saying I left later than I did. Later that night, I arm the alarm and go to close the door, but it won't close at all. The alarm goes off. Cops fly into the parking lot. One cop starts looking at the door and finds a really small magnet that stopped the door from closing. He placed it there so I couldn't close the door. During this time, a car rolls by slowly, but everyone wrote it off as someone thinking it got robbed. A couple days later, they catch him, and it's that dude. I see the footage of his car, and it was the car that drove by while yeah. the cops were there. Crazy. Next one, it was a couple years ago that, I, that a few of my friends and myself were bored and decided to go to a national park by car in the middle of the night during a days-long snow storm slash blizzard. Needless to say, we got lost. While driving on a dirt road through the forest in the middle of the night, not a house in like 10 miles, around 3 a.m., a snowstorm raging, we saw someone next to the road. That was weird as it is, but this guy also had a light jacket and sunglasses on. We all noticed him calmly standing somewhat close to the road, not moving an inch. In retrospect, we probably should have checked to see if he was all right. But one friend said, hey, what if those aren't sunglasses but his eyes? We noped the fuck out of there. I don't believe in supernatural shit, but this is the only unexplainable thing I've ever experienced. What the fuck was the guy doing at 3 a.m. during a blizzard in the literal middle of nowhere with fucking sunglasses on. Hmm. Creepy, what? Mm, no. And this is my last one. I went missing for three days when I was 12, and I have no idea what happened. Ooh, that's, ooh, I don't like that. I know. Oh, that was mine. it. Oh. Yep, those are mine. It's time for the witty wrap-up. <laughs> Did funny tweets. Okay. Just overheard my boyfriend, who works outside all day, describe me to someone as an indoor cat. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I'd take that as a fucking compliment. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Fuck a breakup. You ever chased your dog and they think it's a game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't have kids, so I want to take my dog to the zoo. Why shouldn't he get to see an elephant? <laughs> no drug in the world compares to bothering my cat. It's so fun. <laughs> Microwave, congratulations, your bowl is now piping hot. Me, amazing. And the food, too? Microwave, slow down there, buddy. <laughs> I just heard my neighbor crying, which means, unfortunately, she could probably hear me singing Monster Mash in different voices. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we were just talking about that. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. 
I'd be fine with a ghost in the house if each time a bloody message appeared on a wall, it was something helpful like your keys are in the front door. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would be awesome. Squid Game is so captivating because it's about man's greatest fear, being told to find a partner to team up with for a project. (laughs) Everybody, not just men. Oh, yeah. Horrible. Especially when your life is on the line. (laughs) I never, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, shit. (laughs) In fourth grade, my teacher gave me a kazoo and then I lost it two weeks later. Now that I'm a parent, I know what really happened. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Your kazoo? I don't I don't know what? where to go. That's so weird. I just <laughs> no idea. <laughs> the way I feel about my kid playing the same three notes on her recorder is probably how she feels about me making the same three dinners. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, but going back to the the previous one where they were like <laughs> Now I know I'm a parent. Uh-huh. I would love to see their face when they realize that. They're Uh-oh. probably like, oh, yeah. that's where yeah. my kazoo went. <laughs> Ten-year-old, can you help me with my math homework? Me, yes. Ten-year-old points to the problem. Me, no. <laughs> oh, my God. That is... I. Re- I relate so hard. You know how many times I told Peyton, um, you're going to go have to ask your dad. Yeah. I, I have no idea. Yeah, me too. I'm like, can your teacher help? <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, don't you learn this in class? I get yeah, all defensive. Really. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to ask how you got there because I won't understand anyway, but the, an- but the answer book says it's correct, so good job. <laughs> Me helping my six-year-old with his math and nailing it. (laughs) Just got my ass handed to me by my kid's second grade math homework. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 12-year-old comes to me with math homework. 12-year-old, can you do this? Me, son, I got older so I wouldn't have to. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to slow cook a pot roast this morning by plugging in the toaster. But sure, son, let me help you with your math homework. (laughs) kids today will never understand the annoyance of calling your friend and having to ask to speak to them oh my gosh were we just talking about that were we was it me and you that was talking about that i think it was maybe last week yeah it was last week yeah oh my gosh that's so funny do kids today even know about how desperately Cartoon Network wanted their viewers to buy the Shirley Temple DVD box set in the mid-2000s? <laughs> do you remember that? Yes. I do, too. Oh, my gosh. Those stupid commercials. <laughs> Sad that kids today will never know the breathless anticipation of flipping pages in the phone book to find just the right name and number to prank call. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> best kids yeah. will never know how much fucking fun that oh, was no. no oh my god it was the best and they had no clue who you were no clue <laughs> and so there was you, no way to find no, out no way <laughs> no way you could ask them if their fridge is running all day <laughs> uh Kids today will never understand the euphoria of grabbing the last tape of the the, 
The last tape of a latest release on a Friday night at Blockbuster. Yeah, oh my gosh. Do you remember that? Yes. Actually, no, because I never made it to Blockbuster in time. They were all gone all the time. Oh, I would get there sometimes and get the last one. Mm. And it'd be like, you hurry up and grab yeah, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you had to. Just yep. in case. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so funny. Kids today will never understand that if you didn't see the TV show when it originally aired, you just didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about you. You just missed it. Oh, that pissed me off oh so God, bad. Oh, my God, I know. Especially if it was something, like, out of your control. You were just late yeah, or something. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, hurry up. Work. My show's going to start. Seriously. Or you'd miss half of it or and, something. And you couldn't just pause it and, like, go to the bathroom. You no. had to wait for the commercials. Yeah. You had to run to the bathroom yeah. and hope you made it back in time. <laughs> we had so much fun. <laughs> this is my last one. Kids these days will never understand the hilarious rush of pulling up next to a car and seeing the driver belting out the same song you were listening to on the radio. Oh, yeah. Did, did you ever do that? I don't think I've ever. No, because when I was started driving... All I listened to was CDs. Oh. But. It happened to me. I, uh, I've i definitely heard people listening to the same thing I was listening to. And I've also seen people who I'm pretty sure, like, were in the car in front of us, dancing to the same thing yeah. we were. Yeah. So, but I've never heard anybody, like, belt. No. That's so funny, though. Anyway, was that it? That's all I got. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we really hope you had a safe and... Fun Halloween. I know it's over now, but happy Halloween. Um, you can look us up on Facebook. Request to join the group. Rate, review, subscribe, wherever you listen. And we will talk to you next week. Later. Bye.